Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson and Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Today, it is Bridget's (laughs) turn to answer my questions. In the words of Michael Scott, oh, how the turntables. Oh. (laughs) That's the whole quote. (laughs) In this episode, I'm going to ask Bridget 25 rapid fire questions related to time management, organization, and productivity. Obviously, three of our favorite things. (laughs) So hopefully for me to prolong this as much as possible, I'm going to do a TSH from Emily Maddock. (laughs) So Emily says, my summer TSH is over planning. You know, us teachers, we get these grand plans of what we want to try and achieve for the next school year. Well, I constantly find myself night after night over planning my lessons for the next school year so much that I don't fully get my ideas down on paper. I get so hooked on the little details I actually waste time on um, what could really be polished up later in the semester. Emily, I'm really happy you shared this. I feel like this is something a lot of teachers can relate to, myself included. I definitely have had those moments where I got fixated on details that didn't end up mattering. I've also had times where I would get ideas for lessons, literally go out and buy all the materials and then never ended up using them. So don't be like me. Honestly, I think what has helped me the most is having a system for how I plan my lessons. Once you have a system, you can stick to it each time and then you know that from start to finish, the lesson will actually get planned. Yeah, I feel like I like to blame social media for part of this because that's part of my problem. I feel like every time I get on social media, I see something shiny and dist- and I get distracted from the real purpose that I am originally kind of have for the summer. So I start adding more things and more things onto my plate. And before I know it, I have really nothing done and I'm a complete ball of stress. Um, and I haven't really accomplished anything in the long run. So I recommend starting with the basics, you know, so for example, planning out a lesson um, time and just building it from there. Every time you want to do more, just stop and ask yourself, is this truly something that's necessary? And does it really help my students get to the end goal? You know, when you mentioned shiny object, I'm just in an office mood today, apparently. It reminded me of the episode when Michael Scott comes in and he has gum stuck in his hair and he's like, well, I saw something shiny under a car. So I climbed under there and it ended up being a ball of tinfoil. And Jim's like, but in best case scenario, you thought it was a quarter? (laughs) <laughs> and then he ends up getting like, they tell him to go get peanut butter from the the break room in order to get the gum out of his hair. And he's like, no, I don't feel like peanut butter. Bring me an ice cream sandwich. Anyway, if you all haven't watched <laughs> The Office, you just need to. It brings me so much joy. This is great, um, Michelle. Can I have more Office references, please? Yeah, because you want me to waste time so you don't have to answer my <laughs> questions. Am I picking up what you're putting down? (laughs) So as I mentioned in the intro, it is now Bridget's turn to answer my rapid fire questions. Now, if you haven't listened to the first episode, make sure you check out episode 080, where Bridget asked me 25 rapid fire questions. I've already been in the hot seat. I'm very happy that the roles are reversed. It was a lot of fun, though, and I feel like you learn a lot of random things about us by doing this. But now the pressure's off and I just get to ask the questions. So Bridget, how are you feeling in this current moment? That does not count as one of your 25. I kind of want to vomit. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So listen, I feel like I got to tell you all this story so that I can also distract from what's about to happen. But back in college, I had this one professor. He was a really good looking professor, okay, who was just, I'm throwing that in there as well. So I remember sitting in the front seat because he was a good looking professor. (laughs) And at 
some point during his lesson, he comes over to my desk and he like slams his hands. I won't do that for you guys right now, but he slams his hands on my desks and asks me, what's five times seven? Like yells that at me. Because I couldn't give him an answer. Like I just went totally blank. <laughs> so I feel like this is going to be one of those situations where Michelle's going to be like screaming those answers at me. And I'm going to just be like, uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> now, did he do time. that? I'll say, did he do that to like. To teach us about wait time. About wait time. Okay. That's what I yeah. thought. So I, I had a. I had a high school teacher who it was a AP literature class and she in the middle of class I was a senior. She yells out the F word like as loud as she could. And we all literally like our jaws just drop and we're staring at her. And her whole point was talking about how like, I guess the language that authors use can like get your attention. And I don't know, but it's one of those things. I never forgot it. And you never forgot it. Never forgot it. And I will definitely give people wait time. So Michelle, give me wait time. (laughs) Okay. I will try my best. All right. 25 questions coming your way, starting with number one. What is your current time sucking hurdle? Ooh. Um, oh my gosh, please don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Judgment free zone. You're good. I got on TikTok. Oh boy. Bridget, no. I know. It's so bad, guys. So between TikTok and Instagram and having like the reels, it sucks me in. And I swear like two or three hours later, it's like I come up to breathe and I'm like, hey, what's happening, guys, in the real world? (laughs) It's it's not good. So I'm going to have to say like TikTok and the the Instagram reels. Okay. Number two, what is the most productive thing you have done so far today? <laughs> today? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm like, holy moly, she's asking me what I did today. And it I is 8.39 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've already looked at my power list for today. Um, I have that set up so that I know exactly what I need to accomplish today, which is actually not that much, which makes me feel really good about just enjoying life <laughs> sometimes. It's been really okay. busy the past week. I have so much to tell you. We got a lot to catch up on. Okay, so... Just to clarify, your answer is not recording this podcast. Oh, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> All right. Number three. I'm pretty sure this is one uh, you asked on. me. Technically, oh. I'm not done with a podcast. So I can't I can't say that I actually finished it. That is true. But we have recorded one episode oh, fully. Oh, that's true. All so, right. Okay. Dang it. All right. This is one that you asked me. Number three, best single productivity tip for a brand new teacher. Um... I think my productivity tip is going to be to really structure your time at school. So Mm. the times that you are there at school have a purpose and make sure that you're working towards that purpose. So this will be during your lunchtime. If you choose to work during your lunchtime, that is your whole deal. I choose to work during lunch. Not everybody does. And I get that. Some people like your break. Um, so if you have your your planning period in the mornings, like right before school, in the afternoons, right after school, have a purpose for every little bit of time. And don't let other teachers get you sidetracked from that purpose, because that's a tough one. You will want to hang out and just talk and chit chat with teachers. And that's only going to hurt you in the long run because you're going to feel more stressed and overwhelmed. So have a purpose for every bit of time that you have. Solid advice. Number four is a this or that. So it's nice and easy. Okay. Clear containers or colored containers? Ooh, clear. All the way. Okay. All right. You're not hiding the mess. Got it. No. 
I'm very what? anxious to you hear. Stinker, stop it. <laughs> I'm very anxious to hear your answer to this one based on your answer to the first question. Number five, on your phone, what are your five most recently opened apps? What? I'm exposing you. You are exposing me. <laughs> I was not about to say a bad word. <laughs> All right. So, YouTube, because I was watching your video this morning. That's adorable because I was watching yours. Uh huh. Instagram, because. Well, yep, yep. you already know why. My mail app, because okay. I get, hun- I get feel I feel like I get so many emails in the morning, and I just sit there and delete all of the ones yep. that I don't need. Um, my task app. How many is that? That's your One, fourth. One, two, three. So my task app, and then my text messages. Because okay, so not TikTok. You no, 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 no. TikTok does not happen very often. Like, okay. But when it does, whew, I, I'm under for a good three hours. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Number six, what is your favorite way to label bins and containers? Uh-huh, very lazy. Um, I use a Dymo label printer. So I will print my labels using Dymo labels because I don't like to spend the extra time trying to write it on um, like a Google Slides or something for the labels and like printing them on the Avery labels. I just can't handle all that, all the steps with that. So I have a nice little Dymo label printer and actually I have two different kinds. I have an embossed one and then I have just your plain old white label with the black writing on it. And I'll just use one of those. Did you know that you inspired me to buy one a couple of years ago? Did I really? <laughs> yeah, You're kidding. Um, but I sold it at our yard sale. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. That was like a sucker punch. Okay. Uh, well, no. I mean, it was great while I used it, but then it sat in a drawer. Okay. Oh, number seven. Those. How many emails are currently in your inbox? Let's go business inbox because you're out for the summer for school. So I feel like that's not fair. Out for summer. We're going to get copyrighted, Bridget. (laughs) She is scrolling. (laughs) She is still scrolling, so the number is increasing. I mean, can we just say a lot? (laughs) Okay. Like, over or under 25? it's, It's probably around the 80 mark. Okay. It's probably okay. around the 80 mark. Now, listen, I've processed all the emails. However, I feel like I'm being targeted right now. <laughs> I no, just no, that judgment out. for his own. <laughs> She's judging me, guys. I can see No, that. I've got a lot, too. So I feel like I have 80 in there right now. And I definitely, between teaching on the double and the lettered classroom, it's killing me, Smalls. So, like, yeah. I have to sit there and, like, process and move them to where they need to go. But I've, I've responded to all the emails that I need to respond to. Okay. Moving on. Another question. Go. All right. This next one is similar to one that you asked me, but slightly different. Okay. Number eight, is there a productivity hack you have tried that didn't work for you? Ooh, a productivity hack. Um, so I've done this and I feel like I've done this a number of times where I will and it's weird because sometimes it works for me, sometimes it doesn't. My, I need like the do, 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 do. I need wait time. I was um, going to say. <laughs> so here we go. I feel like something that hasn't really worked for me is going to be the uh, timers. 
Um, I have tried them and I've used them in success sometimes, but then there are other times where it's only stressed me out even more. And I keep looking at the clock and I'm like, I'm just looking at the clock and I can't get anything done because I'm too focused on how much time I have left on that clock. I feel like I'm that kid in that class where I'm not even joking. I had this happen. It was in fourth grade, but I had a kid in my class who literally like, I don't know how I can best describe this, like had his feet on his chair where his bottom should be, okay? And is crouched down, hugging his knees and is rocking and just looking at the clock. I feel like I'm that kid. So I'm really sorry. I took a bite of oatmeal because I thought the story was longer. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So, okay. I'm going to have to say the timer. Sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't. Most of the times it it doesn't sometimes it works okay number nine (laughs) summarize okay this is a long one it's not long it just has interesting directions so listen up summarize your morning routine in 10 steps but no more than two words per step so for example wake up would be one step you know what i'm actually glad glad that you did this and you're gonna have to sit here and wait (laughs) as i pull up my notes because (laughs) I am doing a morning routine and I legit have it right okay, here. Okay, make sure. Is it 10 steps or less? Hold on. Let me look. Because you might have to consolidate. Uh, By the way, do you want me to edit this out when I edit the podcast I mean, or leave no, it in? People can just sit there and listen to me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So step one, wake up. Okay. Step two, get dressed. Okay. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> Step three, step three, make coffee. Step four, (laughs) this is three words, deal with Walter. (laughs) I'll let it slide. Thanks. Step three or six, right? I'm on six. That's what I'm on. You need to keep track of my numbers here. Water plants. Okay. Step seven, relax. Okay. (laughs) Relax, drink. (laughs) I don't know how else to word that. Step eight. To-do list. To-do is one word, right? <laughs> yeah, it's hyphenated. All right. That can slide. All right. Step nine, Blaine snuggles. <laughs> Most important part of the day. <laughs> Step 10, kid to-dos. Okay. All right. That, that was very breakfast. well done. Breakfast is in there, but I had to leave that one out. Okay. okay. Well, you might have to take something else out and replace it with that. Okay. <laughs> Number 10, what are your main folders on your notes app? So I saw you just put your phone down, pick it back up, go to your notes app. And like, you know how you can make folders within folders? You can have that folder yeah, section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like your main categories of folders. <laughs> I am not telling you all my categories. No, no, no. You have to. No, I don't want to. <laughs> you get one pass, one that you can choose to exclude. Thank goodness. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go backwards. YouTube videos, teaching on the double, professional development, live chats. I don't even know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) It's called, oh, Mango. Now I remember which one it is. Oh, Mm -hmm. Publisher. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sad I don't even remember that. You're like, let her go. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I have a whole category dedicated to a fruit? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Lettered classroom. Legacy. I didn't put that one in there. Trent did. It's my brother-in-law's business. Um, 
Josie Bass, Home, Email Templates, CYSD Notes, Capella Sponsorship, Bridging Literacy, BBT Global, Pass, Recipes, Bucket Lists, and then Notes and all my iCloud stuff. Okay. You're nosy. All right. <laughs> I liked these questions. I thought, you know, we're just really it all good. out there. Thank you. Okay. Number 11. What area of your classroom do you find most difficult to organize? Mm. So everybody likes to think of me as Mary Poppins. And I take that as a compliment. Okay. Uh, but the area that I have the most struggle with is going to be a closet. And it's a it's very specific closet. It's a closet that right when you come into my classroom, it's like blocked by the trash can. So nobody can really get to it. But inside of that closet, I have all of my dress up stuff. <laughs> okay. And it's very difficult to manage all of those items. I have all these different hats from when we did like a hat ceremony for like doing um, house sorting. I have lots of clothing items. I've just got, I've got bags of rice, hot tamales. I got lots of stuff in that closet, guys. It's scary. Okay, well, that is so ironic. And I kid you not, this was my next question. Question 12 <laughs> is how do you organize your closet? Well, now, that closet I'm is referring to your home closet. So oh. how do you, because our podcast, I think, is a balance of like work and life. And some of these tips can be applied to other areas. So how do you organize like your clothes closet, not your rice and tamales closet at school? <laughs> Thank you. So you want to know my clothing closet in my bedroom? Yes. Okay. So I have been on a journey of really simplifying the clothing options that I have. So I've been going more towards a... I'm going to choose to buy more expensive items, but have less clothing options. So I rewear a lot of the same stuff over and over and over and over again. So just recently in the closet, we have taken the wall that right when you walk in, it has bunch, a ton of shelves. And within those shelves, I have sweaters. Then I have it organized going. So that's from the top. So I have really nice sweaters. The second one is going to be sweatshirts that I would wear. So like my my teaching to the top sweatshirt, I grabbed that this morning. And then I have like casual leisure t-shirts items. I have a lot of t-shirts. I need to make another t-shirt quilt because it's just too many. And then I have um, my workout pants along with my pajamas. And then I think that's it. There's another one in there, but I can't remember. And then I have a few things that are hung up. So I will have my longer items in one section, my shorter items in another section. So like my t-shirts and everything is organized by color. So I have all my whites together, all my light colors together, all my dark colors together, and it just kind of progresses. So I have the item and then the color, they're organized by color. And then I have all okay. my pants at the bottom. Number 13, where do you store your mess? I.e. like a junk drawer, drunk, junk, oh, not a drunk closet. That'd be interesting. A junk closet. All over my house. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Although I feel like it sometimes. Um, <clears throat> we have one junk drawer. And, well, no, I'm going to lie. That's two junk drawers in my house. The first one, it's a very skinny little junk drawer in the kitchen and it drives Trent 
crazy. He wants it to be like this pristine organized drawer. And I'm like, no, yo, it's a junk drawer. Like that's what it's for, to put all the junk that we don't want to deal with immediately. So that we have that when it's right above our trash can. But then we have another drawer that's in our dining room, like our like where we eat. And it's this really nice West Elm cabinet. Michelle, you know which one I'm talking about. And yes, it's I do. this very lovely, oh, it's such a good feel. But this really big, heavy drawer, it just has a bunch of just junk. I was going to say a different word, but it has just a bunch of junk inside of it. And I, I really appreciate you keeping this out. PG. <clears throat> You're welcome. Number 14, what project are you currently planning? Oh, gosh. So many projects. I'm I'm not going to lie, guys. I was super overwhelmed. Not, was it yesterday? I think it was actually yesterday. Yesterday I broke down crying because I was just so unbelievably overwhelmed with all of the projects that I have going on. And I feel like this is a repeat of last summer. It's like, why do I do this to myself? I don't understand. So, <clears throat> I actually have three major projects. Well, four, I think. Let's go through them. The first one is I'm writing another book. So this one is more focused on bridging literacy um, and manuscript is due in November. Okay, so book is one of them. The second one is grad school. I got to get it done. I mean, there's just no other option. That thing needs to be done in the fall. So that's another big project. Then I have my membership, which was launched about a week or two ago. And so I'm unpacking anchor standards. That one is not as difficult um, as some of these other pieces because I'm actually really enjoying it. I think there's a difference between really enjoying a project and just feeling like one is a bit of a burden. <laughs> Grad school, I feel like sometimes is a bit of a burden. And then um, <clears throat> I also am doing, um, my, finishing up my my curriculum that I wrote for Bridging Literacy. So I have about three-ish more units. And then I got to go back and like revise and edit. And it's just a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay. So you're working on like 10 million projects. Got it. Uh, Number yeah. 15. What is your favorite way to take a break when working? I think this is something you oh, had asked me as well. Yeah. Um, walks are good. I actually had to take multiple walks this past week. And something recent that we've done, oh, I love my mother-in-law, she bought a bunch of kayaks. So kayaking is now another really nice break. So if I need a really long break, kayak is going to be it. <clears throat> if I want something shorter, just going on a walk around the neighborhood with my family, my boys is really nice. We took Blaine to the park and he complained the whole time. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> Number 16, what is the worst organizational purchase you have ever made? Ooh, ooh, worst organizational purpose. Mm. So <clears throat> I'm going to have to say these really cheap containers that I got from Target. They're not like the good containers, the ones that like snap. Oh, I love the snap. The snap is very satisfying, but these are like the cheap containers that I feel like they don't match and they all are a little bit different. And I regret those pieces. Do you know what I mean? I regret yep. buying things that just they're never really the same. So like even in my closet inside of my classroom where I have all of my um, 
like my book club books where I have like multiples of those books, those containers are not all the same. They're kind of the same, but because I bought them so many years apart, <laughs> they're just a little bit different. One's round and one's more square. <laughs> and it's like, that just drives me bonkers. Okay, so that leads us to question 17. What is the best organizational purchase you have ever made? Mm. My iPad. Okay, interesting. Curveball, curveball. Yeah, my iPad. Um, And I know I went totally different route there, but I feel like my iPad has been a great tool for helping me to be organized, especially with going digital for my planning. Um, It just, it's nice it's a nice tool. I want to go everything digital. Yep. Question 18. What is a boundary you want to set this school year? Ooh, guess what? What? I'm like releasing a lot of really good information. We just found out we will not be required to wear masks next year. (gasps) Wow. That's nice. It is a nice nice feeling. They sent it out to families and teachers. So, Ah, that means that there is very, very good chance that everything will go back to normal-ish. I'm going to say ish at the end of that. Um, So with that being the case, I'm going to have to say really sticking to leaving on time at the end Mm -hmm. of those, at the end of the day, Um, because I'm getting that itch of being really excited to go back to being able to do like things that I used to do. And I feel as though because I'm excited to do some of those things, it's really going to send me in like the spiraling. I'm going to be working for hours and hours and hours because I didn't get to do that this past year. Um, So yeah, I'm going to have to really make sure that I set deadlines and say, nope, I'm going to have no work that I'm taking home and I'm leaving at like 345 every day. Okay. Question 19. What is one area of your house that you currently need to declutter? Oh, you Since know it is that summertime. One. You know that one. Your basement. <laughs> My basement, guys. It's horrible. <laughs> it's awful. I still have so much kindergarten stuff. And I think I am finally gotten to this point now where I am ready to let it go. Hallelujah. Yes, I said it. I am ready to let go of kindergarten items. And I'm going to start throwing these away, but I have to do it strategically because I can only fill up my <laughs> my garbage <laughs> so, so full or else they won't take it. So I'm going to be very strategic and I'm just going to start throwing it. And I'm going to have to like blindfold myself. Maybe I'll make Ian do it. That'll be a way easier task. <laughs> right? That's not bad. Yep. No, that right. that will definitely help. Um, and I just want you to know, we now have proof of you saying it, and it will uh, be released into the world, and then you have to follow through. Yeah. Question 20. What is one task right now that you could delegate, delegate, sorry, to someone else but haven't? So, like, what's something you're currently doing that, like, you could be having someone else do, but you, like, haven't let go of it yet? Mm. You know what's interesting is that... Trent and I were just having this conversation last night, and I think it's part of the overwhelm piece of what I have going on. Um, I am, I think we're looking to hire a curriculum writer, which is going to be, so, I mean, we're, we're kind of in the process of doing it, but some of the things that I want to do is in our, in my bridging literacy community, um, members are getting basically a monthly item. Um, so the item is going to be kind of varied. I have ideas, big ideas. I have different lesson ideas. I have different read aloud, um, 
packs would which would essentially have like all the questions for each of the chapters and then it'll pull out figurative language and vocabulary like all the things that you kind of need for chapter books the problem is is I don't have enough time to do it um so I think we're looking to hire um, a curriculum writer. So if you're a teacher out there and you <laughs> you would like <laughs> to work for a few hours every single week doing curriculum writing, hit me up. Email me. <laughs> I would love to see that actually happen. And Please. like that would make such a great story. Dear Lord, I need you. <laughs> <laughs> Question 21. What is a new habit you are currently trying to build? <clears throat> so with it being summertime, I think the biggest habit that I'm trying to build is not doing as much work on Sundays. I work a lot. Like I I honestly cannot articulate to people out there how much I truly work. Um, And sometimes I really hate it. (laughs) Not all the time because I enjoy what I do, right? So I can't say that I, I hate working. I love what I'm doing. I'm very passionate about what I'm doing, but I work a lot. So for me, I want to get to this point where I have my to-do structured in a way where I can have Sundays just be for me. Now, I know we do podcast stuff, but that technically doesn't count. Like I want to be able to get it done after this and go downstairs and make breakfast and just hang out with family and do fun things. So that's kind of a really big habit for me that I'm trying to make happen. Okay. I love that your habit was not like, what What more can I do? Your habit was actually trying to like do less. Yeah. I think that's important for people to realize because a lot of people think building a habit has to be you taking on more, but in reality, it could be removing something that's like being toxic for you. you yeah, know? definitely. All right. Well, I think this is one you had asked me as well. Number 22, describe your current workplace essentials. Ooh. So like my my desk area, the essential stuff that I would need to like work. Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it really depends on what kind of work I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if I am writing a book, doing curriculum, like things where I really have to focus. You remember how you talked about how you have to pause things when you're super focused on things? Yep. I will need to be in my office, door closed, um, and on my iMac. It, it, I just work better when I can be more focused here. Now, if I'm doing things where I don't necessarily need a ton of focus, but I can get things done, guys, I am loving my king size bed that like sits up because I can adjust it to where my my head is up. My feet are nice and elevated and I'm like in this little scrunched position, but it's fantastic for putting your laptop and I could just work away. And I also will put on movies that I rewatch over and over and over again. Please somebody tell me out there that I'm not the only one that does this. Because I will do things like, do not laugh at me, how to lose a guy in 10 days, or Pride and Prejudice, or uh, The Proposal. I will watch all those movies <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> Trent hates it. So I try to do it when he's golfing, but we'll see. All right. Question 23. <clears throat> if you had an extra hour of uninterrupted work time each day, or I'm going to throw out, if you don't want it to be work time, if you want it just to be like personal time. How would you spend it? If I had an extra hour each day, mm-hmm. I think I would end up, 
I'm going to have to go the personal route. And I think it's interesting that we're, we're talking about all of this during a time where I feel like I'm super overwhelmed. So everything is going on the contrary of me like not wanting to do work. So I'm going to have to say that I would just like to spend it outside with my kids playing a game. Um, you know, kayaking has just been a huge fun one for me. So I'm going to have to vote for that. Okay. Number 24, what is on your power list for today? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. I, guys, I did this this morning. I was super proud of myself. Actually, can I just mention this? So in the 25 rapid fire questions that I did with Michelle, I asked if she would do Google Task or Google Keep. She voted Google Keep. I have been going the Google Tasks route. And here's why. Um, so I saw Michelle, where you had created subtasks within mm -hmm. Google Keep. So yep. I started doing that. Can you see yep. that? Yep. In Google Tasks. So I create these little subcategories. And it's nice for when I have projects, right, that I'm working on. Because again, all the projects right now. And then I have four different lists. I have a summer projects, a power list, a things to do this week, and a things to do this month. Mm -hmm. So the summer projects just made sure that I don't forget all of the things that I have to get done over the course of the summer. So right now for today, I only have two things. One, I got to finish a grad school assignment, which I started yesterday. So today's the day to finish it. And then two, I'm completing some materials that I'm unpacking for reading literature anchor two. So I have about, I want to say there were three more activities that I have to finish. Um, but that's it. That's all I have on my list today. That's not bad. That no. is very doable. Right? Okay. Well, final question. This is oh. also one that you asked okay. me. So, you know, great minds think alike. Question 25. How do you get yourself out of a rut when you don't feel like being productive? Mm -hmm. I definitely think for me, it's going to be creating my to-do list. Um, and normally it's surrounding myself with things that I really enjoy. So I can go for a walk and then come back, look at my to-do list and I kind of have to do, it's almost like I'm getting ready for a game, right? I'm doing like that pep talk. I'm that coach that's sitting there and saying, all right, Bridget, you can do this. You just got to sit down. You just got to get started. You got this. Like everything is fine. And then I will surround myself with things that I really like, whether it be a candle, whether it be a drink that I really enjoy, a snack that I enjoy, which by the way, I messaged Michelle last night because she's sitting there telling me I got protein shakes and protein bars like for the flight. And I'm like, girl, I would have gotten the hot Cheetos, Diet Coke, Hershey bar. <laughs> she's probably sitting there like, that's so gross. <laughs> All that processed stuff. It's fantastic. But I would surround myself with those items and then get started with some of the smaller tasks first, like doing things that I truly enjoy, because then I feel like once I'm doing something that I enjoy, it's easier to jump into things that I, I'm dreading. Does that make sense? Yep. No, 100%. Well, you can go eat some hot Cheetos and drink a Diet Coke and relax now because your 25 Yay! rapid fire questions are officially done. <laughs> we really hope that you all enjoyed this episode along with episode 080. I think we had a blast recording it. This was just an idea that came to us and we loved it. So we hope you all enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. 
We would also love for you to check out our website. We've got some freebies on there for you. You can go ahead and purchase your 2021-2022 Digital Teacher Planner, and you can submit your TSH for a chance to be featured on a future episode. We would also love for you to take literally 30 seconds to subscribe to our podcast. That way you are notified every time we drop our next episode. And if you could leave us a review on iTunes, we literally, well, I at least I literally check every day to see if there are new reviews and it makes us so happy to read them. So we would love you forever if you did that. And until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.